Hello, everybody. Welcome to RPG Cast, episode 238 for the week of December 9th, 2012. I'm your host, Chris Privetier, with a bunch of RPG Gamer people on a late Sunday evening. First off, we've got from England a dynamic duo, Alex Fuller. Isn't it 248? Well, whatever it is. <laughs> we'll say hello. 248? What do you mean? I don't even know. Episode number. Oh, 248. Yes. Yep. It's 248. I can't count. Wow, Chris. Nice going there. Yeah. And that's uh, John Yearworth right there. Oh, yeah. Now, I noticed you didn't correct me, so you didn't realize it. Nope. No. That's mostly because I don't care what number podcast it is, other than that I keep talking on it. Okay. <laughs> but you're ready to Thank jump you. in and make fun of me for it. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know. Yeah, someone has to, right? All right. And finally, and most least, Anna-Marie Neufeld. What? <laughs> Screw you. Well, everyone always says last but not least. I figured I'd do something different for you. <sighs> Simon's down here sniffing your horse. Ingus! Now, there's, now there's, a, uh, there's a sentence that could probably use an explanation. <laughs> so we went to Chicago to go to the Final Fantasy concert. Distant Worlds, yeah. Yeah, screw you guys, seriously. Yeah, it's distant. No, it's not just Distant World. It's Distant World Celebration. Because we went to Distant World, and the music is very different in the new one. Well, this one was uh, focused on the 25th anniversary of Final Fantasy, so they went out of their way to make sure they had songs from each one. So they played 14 songs before they even went on to... You know, and uh, any other f- old favorites and stuff. Yeah, they literally played 1 to 14 all in order. It was great. That was cool. Because I think when we went to Distant Worlds, they stopped at 10 or 11? Yeah, I don't know. Well, I, I, think, I think the only major difference I think I've noticed is um, they didn't play, uh, for you guys, they played the song that they played over the end of Final Fantasy fourteen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, they didn't do it the one in London because that hadn't happened yet. Oh yes, yeah, she sang that song. So, but yeah, then again, uh... I could, then again, I couldn't go anyway because I had the flu that evening, so I had to cancel. Yeah, it was. Um, her name is Susan something. Susan, Susan Calloway. Thank you. Yeah, she sang um, the ending song from fourteen was beautiful. She actually sang Eyes on Me as well, which she She did all the singing for us last year. But. Yeah, when we went to Distant World, she sang one song, but I don't remember which one it was. Uh, I don't think uh, it was her. She's, for us, she sang both um, Eyes on Me and Distant Worlds itself. Oh, okay. Um, and then we actually had an extended opera from Final Fantasy VI. That so, was pretty cool. They had a narrator cool. and everything, and a yes. full choir. Yeah, there was like a full choir, there was a narrator, there was all of the band, and they did like an extended battle music theme. Yeah. I think the only part of that that we didn't have was the narrator, although I could be wrong on that he one. He actually wrote new music for it. Yeah, no, this, the, the opera that they did this time, he said it was the first time they were performing it. Yeah, yeah all right, yeah. They've done the opera before, though. They yeah, just, yeah. They just they did a new did version. Pretty, they did a, the, the 2011 version did have a pretty incredible Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. They, they, they did the opera version last time um, that Distant Worlds was in Chicago. But yeah, this is a completely redone one. It was very, very neat. Yeah, it was, it was long. Really well, hopefully, yep. I, 
hopefully I can go to it next year. Yeah. Yeah. So, um... They also did final, the theme from Final Fantasy V was, like, one of my favorite pieces of the night. Because yeah. that, that piece works so well with an orchestra, and I don't know if there's any orchestrated versions out there. I don't think so. Brand new Chocobo theme um, included the Final Fantasy thirteen Chocobo theme. And either 4, 5, or 6, I didn't catch which one. I think it was 6. And then I, I think it was the first one from 2 or 3. No, they didn't have the... The Chocobo theme was not from 6. Okay. Might have been five. Yeah, I don't know. They were they were all over the place with those. Yeah, it was one thirteen, one Super Nintendo one, and then one Nintendo one. It was definitely at five because that's what they yeah. kept going back to the Chocobo and Saz's right. hair going, huh. And that's yes. that's from five. <laughs> so yeah, it was cool. Every time we went every time the car went, huh, the little chocobo went beep out of Saz's hair. It was, it was so awesome. cute. Yeah, they sync the video pretty well. Um, yeah, so tons of people there, tons of cosplayers, tons of people dressed normal, tons of people dressed fancy. It was all over the place. It was packed. People are having a great time. Um, they were doing theater rhythm competitions. You could get your picture taken with stuffed chocobos. You could buy um, a lot of merchandise, which was selling out like crazy. Yeah, they were selling out of everything. 25th anniversary chocobos. I do have the um, I do have the 25th anniversary T-shirt. Oh, nice! Thing. I got a friend. I got a friend of mine to pick that up one up. Nice. Me. The chocobo is awesome. It was a chocobo with really a cape that, that says 25 on it. Yeah, I want that, but it's going to be so expensive on eBay. Mm-hmm. So that, yeah, that was cool. Uh, and then we uh, we stayed overnight, um, and then uh, hit up the hit up a big shopping area in downtown Chicago the next day. And Anna went to the Disney store and found a plushie. Because she couldn't got, get a chocobo, so she found a bigger plushie that cost half as much as the chocobos would have cost. <laughs> I got the Clydesdale from Brave. His name is Angus. Mm-hmm. It's like this big, huge horse. It's so cool. And then she bought shoes. I bought she's a girl. Boots. Yeah, whatever. And Can't... in fact, Chris was giving me crap because he's like, you're only here in Wisconsin for another month. Do you really need boots? And today, it's been snowing. Mm-hmm. It started snowing at like 8 o'clock this morning. It hasn't stopped. Yeah. All right, so you're justified on the boots. I'll give it to you. All right. Anything exciting going on in jolly old England? Um, no. Uh, we got snow last week. That's you got snow. Exciting as it got. All oh, right. Uh, yeah. Uh, the, someone in the royal family's pregnant. Yeah, I heard. Yay! About it. And everyone breathed a sigh of relief. Well, yeah, it took her forever to get pregnant. Yeah, how dare she? I mean, Di was pregnant, what, three months after they got married? They really don't let them wait, do they? No. It's <laughs> no. not like their only task. <laughs> so anymore, cool thing, anymore, anyway. If you, listen to some, if you listen to some pundits in this country, it is, actually. But um, The cool thing is, is this is the first royal pregnancy that regardless of the child's gender, they will be the official heir upon birth. So well, that's a law that's been Wait, changed. why would they be the official heir instead of whoever is currently the official heir? Oh, next direct heir. Oh, after. next. Okay. Right. So right now it's Charles mm-hmm. and then Harry. William. Er, William. Right. Why do I always mix those two up? And then it will be William's child, okay. regardless of gender. Well, why can't Charles have a kid? He had two. Oh, yeah. He's had one, well, one he's oh. had two. Two yeah. he's like, what, 80? And William's three, his kid. All right. I think, yeah, both William and Harry. Okay. 
he married Princess Di. They had two kids. She was killed. He shocked up with there, Camilla Bowes. Oh. There are some pe- there are some people that question Harry's parentage. Yes. There are some people who there are some people who think that uh, Harry is the um, bodyguard's kid. Yeah. Ooh, intrigue. Because he doesn't look like Charles. He only looks like Diana. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does he look like the bodyguard? No. He he looks like his mom. Oh. Okay. They should just do a blood test then. But that would be scandalous. We'd rather not know than know. This is royalty, Chris. <laughs> oh, I see. We can't just have the answer. <laughs> the conspiracy theory would allege that they already know, and that's the reason why they're not telling anyone. Oh, all right. So, um, did William decide if he's going back in the military? No idea. Because that was the uh, story last week. It was like, well, she's pregnant now, and his commission's up. Does he re-enlist? You know, this, this is all this is all really good stuff for an RPG podcast. I know, isn't it? <laughs> so hey, there's exciting. three of us here from the Commonwealth. <laughs> it's true. It's, it's true. as good a time as any to have tea and crumpets and discuss our royalty. Oh, jeez. You guys yeah, and your you, royalty. You're just, you're just jealous, Chris. That's your problem. Oh, is that what it is? Okay. Yeah, clearly. I didn't. I didn't realize. <laughs> the closest thing you guys have to royalty is like I don't know the Kardashians. <sighs> Donald Trump. What do we have for royalty in the US? We don't have royalty. You have the Kennedys. The, oh, yeah, that would have been close. Yeah. But they've kind of all been killed off at this point. Well, we don't take good care of our royalty. No, you sure <laughs> we don't. don't. We don't. <laughs> That's obviously what's, what's going on there. All right, well, sucks for our royalty. Uh, let's get to our feedback. <laughs> First off, uh, we had some question about whether or not Xenoblade would be covered in the RPG Cast Awards this year. Yes, it will be. So just to clear that up. Uh, what else did we have? Uh, we forgot to mention Borderlands 2, Diablo 3, and Torchlight 2 when we were talking about RPG Game of the Year last week. Sorry. We should have. And let's see. Yeah, the rest was about Michael's history with Dragon Quest VI, which we, or seven rather. And okay, so there's, that's that. And we also have a letter from Mr. Amusin. He says, small talk. Dear Strong Bad, how do you type with boxing gloves on? Oh, wait, wrong show. Dear RPG Cast, <laughs> I'm curious about the following. One, I know Quinn is studying to be a super duper game maker. Has anyone else on the podcast tried their hand at amateur game making, video games, board games, card games, etc.? What would you recommend for someone who might be interested in experimenting with game making for fun? Uh, but just a side note, I'm not studying any longer. I'm unemployed. <laughs> I did graduate. Hey, you're a full game maker now. Yeah, <laughs> I'm studying of- in, as, in as much that I sort of, you know, would, we should try and cobble something together in my spare time. But that, that's what counts as study now. Being unemployed is a very important part of being a video game developer. Yeah. You have to know how to weather that storm. All right. I have not made any games. Anna, you have not made any games, right? I mean... You inspired the name of a character in a game. Yes! Cthulhu Saves the World. Um, Yeah, I mean, I make games, and I'm air-quoting when I say that, because, I mean, more accurately, I localize games. What do you localize? Um, 
particularly when I was working at my former employee, I was helping localize their MMOs. Oh, okay. Well, that's not really making the game. No. Hmm. Sorry. So if you need a localizer into English, Sava, I mean Ocelot, we should go by his, his hacker alias, Ocelot. Uh, if you need a, a localizer in English from English, Anna's your girl. And Alex, how many games you made? None. All None. I've got is I, I played a round of a physics engine when I was studying at uni. Yeah, sorry. Which, we've, we've... which was pretty much enough to decide that I don't want to do any programming anymore. Yeah. So we, yeah. we only complain about games. We don't make them. Um, as far as, like, trying to get started, um, I suppose you can either try, like, say... Uh, kind of like RPG Maker and their ilk, if you can handle a bit of programming light, but also aren't bad at doing, say, some graphical design. But if you really want to kind of go into it, um, sign up with, uh, God, I don't know what they call it now, but the Microsoft Game Studios, the people who put together um, the XNA stuff. Uh, considering, um, like, a lot of the stuff on Xbox Live Arcade Indie is made using uh, XNA, which is a variant of C Sharp. Um, you know, if you're really serious, learn C sharp, and maybe load, uh, maybe learn some C plus plus too. But you know, if you're doing X and A, C sharp. Oh, Download the game tools, try and get them working. Build something simple. I did a the, the project I did back, way back in my first year on C sharp was a, a simple side scrolling 2D platformer, which didn't take too much effort. All right, some real advice. Just that no, nobody's, no, nobody's ever heard me talk about it because the, the uh, it, it is pretty bare bones. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. And we we were totally ripping off Mario. Yeah, that works. Everyone rips off Mario when they make a two D platform, platform, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Question two. So we Far just, Cry. Just... Oh, go ahead. No, it's all right. All right. So Far Cry Three is getting crazy, crazy good reviews. Anyone who wasn't going to play it. Have you decided to change your mind and give it a try? I am somewhat tempted, but I've got other games to play at the moment, so I might grab it when it becomes cheap. We are making a decision on whether or not we are going to cover it at the moment. I'm very tempted. Because we had originally decided not to as a site, and oh. now we have some staffers that are like, we might actually want to cover this. Oh, I think he's full of crap. He was just well, tweeting about it. <laughs> no, I think he's serious. It's not an yeah, RPG. I, I, and I, I, he's I, actually not the only one, Chris. So yeah, not I think two, two, two of them are the ones who don't write reviews on games. So I'm not it's, sure. It's what, an it's uh, an open world first person shooter <laughs> with hunting. So it's Mass Effect. No, Mass Effect is an open world. You don't. You haven't played any. Open world is more like uh, Saints Row Three, Anna. Oh, okay. Hey, Chris, you should really finish that. <laughs> I should. Thank you. <laughs> have you played it all, Alex? You haven't, have you? No, I haven't. No. Then you're not, not going to give it a try now? Uh, no, because I've got long games yeah. for the rest of the year. <laughs> yeah. That's my only issue with Far Cry 3 is I've got so much else to play. But, man, those are good reviews. Sounds fun. Sounds like this year's Saints Row 3. Hmm. Number three, recommend some RPGs for the iPad, please. Anything that's not Xenonia 1 through 5 and doesn't have the words Monster Dragon Farm Ranch Villain in it. Everything on the App Store is about raising dragons on village farms. Well, I was going to say Dragon Fantasy. Um, <laughs> it has the word dragon in it, but you're not actually raising dragons. Oh my gosh, it's yeah. 
that's like the best RPG on the platform. Yeah. If you like traditional RPGs, Dragon Fantasy, Ocelot. It's a playoff of Dragon Quest, Final Fantasy, yeah. Dragon Fantasy. Yeah. What else we got for him? Uh, is Ash any good? Uh, uh, I can't remember if Ash was the one that gave like the, the, was the one that Sam doesn't like. That was West. Oh yeah. Don't get My that. Bad. Don't get those um, I don't think West is on the iPad. I think it's an XBLIG title. Is it? Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, good. He won't be wor- worried about it then. Um, he could play Final Fantasy Dimensions. Only cost him eight billion dollars. I can't help but feel the cost of this has been vastly overstated. Um, it's Square Enix, so not much. I know. <laughs> That's a sad part. What's in my <laughs> RPG section? Mage Gauntlet, Infinity Blade 2, Dungeon Dragon Fantasy, which yeah, that's probably the best one there. Hmm. Yeah, I got nothing. Sorry, I saw it. This this platform isn't good for RPGs. Cuz the, you know, most of the traditional um, menu-based ones need I don't controls. have my phone or else I would be able to recommend more. Yeah, but none's you can't even remember any. Um, uh, yeah. No, I'm just I'm I was playing one and I'm trying to think of it and it's. Just, um, I would say Skylanders Battlegrounds. Oh, yeah, I suppose that would work. You don't actually need to have any of the figurines, but if you do, bonus. Yeah, that's a good point. And I mean, if you finally get into it, buy the ooh, portal pack because it's worth it. He should play 10 million. Yes, 10 million is very good. Yeah, play 10 million. That's kind of a puzzle game slash RPG. So Dragon Fantasy for traditional, 10 million for something different, and um, uh, I don't know, Dungeon Raid maybe. Yeah, that's not a bad one. Although yeah. that's mostly puzzling and not, not as RPG. much RPG. Yeah. So I don't um, know what to tell you. Yeah. Well, actually, hang on. Um, Unlock your uh, jailbreak your iPad and put on a SNES emulator. Yes, <laughs> but yeah, no. Dra- Dragon Fantasy would definitely be my my number one recommendation, especially since Chapter Two is coming out soon. Oh, Saturday morning RPG. Oh, Saturday morning RPG. What a good idea. Perfect. I'm glad you can remember those things. <laughs> he asked me these things on the other show I do with him, and I don't remember. <laughs> All right. Question four. So Nintendo just did one of the Nintendo Direct announcements. Which Nintendo game are you most excited about seeing in the West? Castlevania Lords of Shadow, Pikmin 3, or the new Fire Emblem? Alex? I'm interested. Well, Fire Emblem. Quite easily. Easily? Uh, Yeah. All right, Anna? I want to watch you play Pikmin, and I want to play Fire Emblem. Um, I'm not interested in Pikmin, only Fire Emblem. What about you, John? Sorry, Mick muted. Um, I, uh, mm, mm. If I had to give a crap, Fire Emblem. Oh, but you don't. Uh, 3DS. Don't have, not planning on getting one. Right, you're boycotting the region lock. At least until I figure out whether or not I'm willing to import one and then buy all my games from Japan. How many mecha games are out there that you haven't played that you can't play yet? Uh, one only if you count Project X Zone as one. Okay. Is that? Do you count Project X Zone as one? Sort of. Sort of. I think it, it counts for just being awesome. Oh, it's it, awesome. Right. The thing, well, the thing is, it's it's a pseudo sequel to two games I've already played, mm-hmm. and one game that I haven't. Oh, I think you need to import a 3DS. 
I I probably do. It's just uh, if I want to play any other games that aren't Project X Zone, I'm going to have to import them as well. Yep. You know, even if I, even if it's just to play something like Mario, I'd have to import that. Yep. Which is expensive. Yep. Well, yes and no. I mean, here's the thing is, um, with more and more games coming to the eShop, if you had a US 3DS, you could just buy them off the eShop. I suppose. But, but he has to get a th- Japanese 3DS. Oh, then you could buy stuff off the Japanese eShop. Uh, yeah, it's just that... Well, then you have to often, import cards. It was like... No, often pro- you can attach often, a credit card that no, isn't from the same region. No, that's the problem. Um... The Japanese are notorious at not accepting like foreign credit cards on yeah. their sites and stuff. Oh, okay. Uh, this my is the reason bad. why, for example, I can't use my credit card to top up my Japanese PSN account because yeah. it's locked. I'd be shocked Japan. if you could do it with Nintendo. That'd be new. And yeah, I'd, be I would be pretty shocked. That that would be a big deal. Yeah. No, I'm I'm with Chris on this one. I would have to basically buy cards if I was to rely on the eShop. So and then you have to import the cards, and so you're not paying equal value for the cards, so that still sucks. Ugh. It's a bit of a mess, basically. Yeah. Alright, Super... Second... Ro- what does it say? Second Super Robot Wars OMG sold 217,000 in its first week, beating out the Professor Layton versus Ace Attorney game by close to 100,000 units. These numbers are a bit crazy. How many copies did Quinn buy? Are you happy with the game, Quinn, or will you be returning all of those copies? <laughs> oh yeah, because I totally bought 217,000 copies of the of, uh, thing. Um, should we get this into the now played... Because I was going to cover it there anyway. Yeah, this is a great transition. All right. So, um, yeah, I, I bought one copy. I imported it. it Bo- has, you're a liar. Only as, one. As, as far as I know, the game, as compared to some of the other games in the series, it, it has sold particularly well. I mean, as much as I rant and rave about the series, it doesn't really turn that many copies in Japan either. It's a mm-hmm. fairly niche series. You know, I, I think it even sells less than some Nippon Itchy titles. You know, it, it's not some kind of... You'd expect it to have kind of like, I don't know, appeal in the Japanese market. But it still kind of returns about, I think, uh, I think we're up to about 250,000 sales, which is not a vast amount when you think about it. Mm-hmm. Um, however, what I will say is... Um, I've been playing Super Robot Wars since 2005. Um, I started on the Game Boy Advance, moved to the DS and the PS2 stuff, and now that the stuff has hit um, PS3, HD sprites and all that, this is pretty much the kind of game I've been waiting like seven years for. Ever since I started playing the series, I've been wanting to kind of see it done, sort of better graphics kind of thing, and they've done it. You're you're pretty happy with it then? Yeah, it's yeah. pretty damn good. I mean, sure, there's not... The problem is, Super Robot Wars, is there's not a vast amount of, like, gameplay changes between each version. Um, it's a bit like Pokemon in that respect, in that the, like, the general system... Uh, the general system that the game runs on doesn't change a lot. I mean, functionally, there is very little gameplay change between this one and uh, the previous PS2 title. However... What has improved, or what what have, what they've thrown into, is uh, the number of units that you have access to, because uh, the storyline has advanced since the previous game, and um, the storyline kind of steps it up several levels. Particularly if you already know bits of it from playing other Super Robot Wars games. Uh, the only thing I'm kind of a bit um, 
uh, a bit loose on is the first uh, 17 stages of the game cover um, uh, basically plot from uh, the very old Super Robot Wars EX, and I have very little idea what's going on. The other stuff I'm I'm slightly more well versed in, but this most of this stuff just flew over my head. Mm-hmm. What it does do, however, is uh, introduce several important characters for who are related to uh, the original character Masaki Ando to the original generation's continuity, along with all of the Mecha and so on and so forth. Um, but yes, uh, animation, all of that top quality stuff. They've really outdone themselves there. Alright. So, yeah. Uh, the other stuff I played this week were uh, put some more time into Planet Side 2. Um, this podcast will go out too late, but uh, they did just run a double EXP weekend this weekend as a thank you for putting up with our teething problems thing. Hmm. Um, and also, um, the developers behind Kerbal Space Program have put their uh, next patch live, which has added a couple of. Uh, new and interesting mechanics including a proper uh the kerbal space program is that one i've previously mentioned that sort of sandbox where you build rockets and fire them into space um the uh the the uh, latest update adds uh docking so it is now possible to build your own version of the international space station you know yeah sort of launching bits of it into space and building it by hand docking is pretty fiddly you know, just like it is in real life. Yeah. Um, and uh, also adds um, a resource system. Um, so what we, where previously you had to bear in mind the amount of fuel left in your uh, fuel tanks to operate your rockets, um, the uh, you now have to manage things like your electricity levels as well. So you have to kind of coat your, coat your craft in solar panels to stop them from running out of juice on the way to distant locations and stuff. See, other considerations. Uh, I think the only thing that they haven't added yet that um, they, they're kind of planning to is um, they do intend to eventually add a feature where uh, your craft will have to be built to withstand uh, re-entry pressure. Oh. As that's currently not in. <laughs> Just get them out there. You don't need to get them back. <laughs> you can get... Oh, no. I mean, they'll still... Like, for example, your crew module will still explode if it hits the ground too hard. So you do have to put parachutes on it and whatnot. But uh, in later versions, they will probably have to put it so you also have to fireproof your lander while it goes through mm. the atmosphere. Which, you know, is an important consideration. So, yeah, that's what I've been doing. Okay, cool. That's plenty. Alex, what you been doing? Uh, last week, I completed Virtue's Last Award. Yay! Which is awesome. Alright, so as good as the first one? I didn't actually play the first one. You didn't play 999? No, because uh, yeah, I never got around to importing that one. Okay. But I was informed that I didn't necessarily need to, but I sort of read up. I, re- I read up on the plot, so I wasn't going into it blind. Okay. But I think it's my favourite non-RPG of the year, quite easily. Although, that said, I haven't played that many non-RPGs. Cool. But it's still awesome. And after completing that, I've been spending my time going through two very long RPGs. (laughs) What are those? Xenoblade, which I'm replaying. Well, basically, I wanted to. 
because it's still awesome. And mm-hmm. Persona 4 Golden arrived Monday. So I started playing through that. So, uh, Persona 4 Golden. Um, I think I, yep. I, if I uh, tweet correctly, it's you said that basically it doesn't matter if you don't have a US PSN account, the online features still work. Yeah, online features still work for me. I'm using my EU account and all of those still work. Nice. So I think it I think it might vary depending on the game because Ragnarok Odyssey is the same and that all the online features work for EU P- PSN accounts as well. So interesting because um, uh, um, I noticed that Amazon.co.uk is now selling Persona 4, but they're selling them via US sellers. So I know that they're selling the US version, you know, almost as an EU release, which is a little bit cheeky, but. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, I think that sort of depends on the marketplace sellers themselves rather than. Mm. So I guess Amazon's not sort of actively blocking it because there's a few sort of US only games that are on Amazon as well. So. Mm. Uh, but the fact that you say that it works with an EU account makes me more inclined to import both around Christmas time. That is Ragnarok. Uh, Ragnarok and um, Persona Four. Ragnarok, it's probably worth waiting because I think you get, you might have issues with um, the VAG sort of and stuff because I think it all uses US servers. Oh, uh, okay. I haven't put that much time into it. It's not not too sure yet. But yeah, the actual features themselves all work perfectly fine. Excellent. Cool. Uh, Persona 4 Golden is really cool, right, Anna? Yeah. I'm trying to spark discussion between the two of you. That's not working. Because <laughs> there's not much to say. It's just awesome. It's just awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it's just Persona Four. There's nothing more you can really say. It, I mean, it, just... it was everything that was really awesome about Persona Four on the PlayStation Two, with a bunch of more really awesome stuff. So awesome, you can't even get yourself to finish it. I was sick. You were sick. Okay. <laughs> Plus it has sleep mode, which makes it even better. Mm. It's possibly the most useful thing about it. Sleep mode is pretty sweet on the Vita. Yeah. It works pretty well. And Festa Log it lasts as well. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Anyway. Alright. Well, that brings us to Anna. Um, I played my phone in WoW this week. Yeah. So when Anna's sick, all she can play is WoW. I got to 90, and I'm raid ready. And, yeah, I played lots of phone games. I'm playing Puzzle and Dragon, which is a gung-ho game. I'm playing Princess Punt, which is another gung-ho game that has a terrible translation, but is awesome. Um, You kick your hero into enemies, and equipping him with different equipment changes his class, and they all have different abilities. And when you run out of heroes, you start kicking bombs. That works. Yep. So your hero levels up and gets more powers as he masters more weapons. And um, it's cool because every once in a while, instead of going into a level, you'll get attacked by a boss. And the boss gives, like, super extra credit and stuff like that. I mean, it's it's flinging. It's a flinging game. But it's, it's a really nice, cool twist on it. Um, and other than that, I've been playing lots of pen and paper. On the uh, iPhone. So there's an RPG. Yep. And been playing Fairway Golf. 
That's not RPG. Nope. No. All right. It's solitaire. Solitaire, yeah. And um, Skylanders Lost Islands. Mm-hmm. Which is... Um, Just Farmville. Yeah. So On the iPhone with Skylanders. Yeah. So yep. uh, I also played a lot of WoW, uh, continuing to do lots of dailies and get exalted with factions. I've got certain flying mounts and all this other crap. So there's a lot of dailies in this expansion. There's so many dailies to do. It's grind, 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 grind. I'm ready to raid and all that, but uh, the guild I'm in with uh, Lucifer, they're not ready to raid yet. So I don't know what's going on with that. So I might be taking a break from WoW here quick and doing some other things, which is good because lots of other games to play. Um, I didn't get to do most of the other gaming because we had that the concert. We went out of town and all that stuff. So um, I've got some other stuff in the pipe, but maybe I'll get to talk about it next week. I did start one new game, except it's an old game, Final Fantasy VI. I started playing that on my Vita um, because uh, Sean's site is doing a playthrough of Final Fantasy VI, and I figured, hey, why don't I join in a, any excuse to play Final Fantasy VI, right? Um, I missed that during our year of RPG a couple years back, or year of Final Fantasy a couple years back, so maybe I can do it now. But already I'm falling behind, so I don't know if I'll be able to keep up with that. Um, and I've I've learned that on the on the Vita Final Fantasy VI, you can't do the trick on the raft where you can automatically level up just by taping down the X button. It just doesn't work on the PlayStation version, which makes me sad. So I have to like level up for real, which I don't, means the game will probably take too much time for me to finish it. <laughs> oh, well. that'll make you play the game. Mm-hmm. It's disgraceful. I should just break out the GBA version, which I also have, which I can level up like that. Hmm. I'll have to think about that. <laughs> yeah. Man, so that's what would what would people do without outrageous realm glitches? Ooh. Hmm. That's a good point. If I if I want the realm glitch, I need to play the PSN version, don't I? Hmm. Oh well. So that that that's my week in games, not very terribly exciting. So let's uh, let's get into the news and see what everyone else's week in games was like. All right, sound like a plan? Might as um, well. Yeah, I guess so. You guess so, so can I can I start this off with a sure total can. downer? Yeah, because the first week sales for Metabot Seven in Japan came out and they stink. What is Metabot Seven? Um, Meta Raw. I think it's. Um, called Metarots in Japan and Metabots here in North America. And it's um, sort of like um, Digimon Pokemon. I with... forgot that thing actually existed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah me, me too, actually. No, no, it's got this huge cult following in Japan. And um, yeah, the the next two games in the series came out. They're exclusively 3DS. And they sold about $50,000 or 50,000 copies total together. Nice. Which is about, um... okay. So, uh, so Super Robot Wars did actually do better than something, then. Yes, yes, it did. So, um, approximately 125,000 copies of each version were shipped out to retailers in Japan, and about 25,000 each sold. So that's not good. And just because we like to laugh. Um, Tekken Tag Tournament 2 also released in Japan this week PS3 105,000 copies sold 360 version 20,000 sold that's not surprising I was hoping you were going to say 360 (laughs) 20 copies sold yeah Yeah, I'll I'll expect that too oh no 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 I'm sorry I read that wrong Tekken 6 
when it came out in 2009 was 105 and 25. Tekken okay. Tag Tournament 2 came out, 65,000 PS3 copies, 5,360 copies. That's more like it. Yeah. Board slack, golf clap. Well, it's bad for both, really. But. <laughs> yes. Yes, but it's, yeah, with the, well, the 360 is a bit of a, it's a bit terrible. In a Japan. bit of an abject failure? Yeah, yeah. As, uh, as I've said, I know I've stated on this podcast before, the best part about being out in Japan in late 2005 was watching the the Xbox 360 launch kind of not happen. It kind of unhappened. Yeah, those were the big two Japanese releases that I could find for the week. Carry on. Yes. Um, yeah. Uh, let's see. Nino Kuni demo came out. Did anybody play it? Uh, I still haven't got around to it. Yeah, me neither. Same. <laughs> I, I'm kind of just waiting for the game itself. I, I haven't heard that the demo's terribly good anyway. Oh, yeah. does, uh, this is an RPG is demo, I say. Yeah, RPG demo. The, only, the last RPG demo I enjoyed was Tales of Grace's F, and that was quite a while ago. I should try that. I hear good things. No? It's very well, good. If I remember about the, the Grace's F demo, it was actually the demo itself was for a. Um, uh, it, it, I played the Japanese demo, uh, but the demo was actually of one of the future arc areas. So the the, the kind of the post uh, the okay. post game story arc. So all your characters were sort of like level sixty five and pretty well equipped. Ah. you know, okay. it was a pretty fun demo in all honesty because it. Uh, you know, showed your characters as pretty strong and gave you a good overview of the battle, uh, like battle system and whatnot. What your characters could do. Sounds fun. Sounds yeah, fun. I don't think we got a demo for it. Yeah, I don't think there was a demo release. But if you've got a Japanese PSN account, it should still be there. Hmm. I do actually, but I would have a lot of trouble navigating the Japanese store to find that demo. Yes, the you Japanese PSN would. store. I'm, well, I don't know how it is in the new store, but the old store was very hard the, to navigate in Japanese. Japanese PS, the Japanese PSN store is still there. It's still using the old version. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Hmm. Yeah, um, I, I've, I've, I find it... I, I, I can only navigate it because I can, you know, kind of do a basic Japanese reading. Yeah, and I can't, so it's very, very hard. They don't have a lot of good icons or English letters used anywhere, so... Yeah, because they sort the uh, they sort their games via uh, the Japanese alphabet. Oh, is that why it makes no sense? Yeah. Ah. Well, it makes no sense. To anyone who understands hiragana, it makes perfect sense. I've been really wondering, like, what they were sorting by. I, I thought it was just random. Honestly, I was like, oh, did no, they no, just no, not no, no, sort no. it? <laughs> the only problem. The only problem is, is you need to when searching for things. Um, when searching for certain things um, on the store, you have to remember what some titles start with. Like, it's, sometimes it's not quite what you expect. Okay. Like, the Japanese word for, for Gundam would otherwise be filed under GA or KA, because it, uh, the, GA, the uh, G character in Japanese is just a modified K. Oh. Um, but a lot of the uh, Gundam games are titled under its full title, um, which starts with KI, which would be filed under the Ks as well, but in, a, in one of the other categories. Because what it does is it sorts them via... Um, if I remember how it lays it out, it lays them out via... Uh, the first category is 
um, pick a vowel, so uh, A, I, U, E, or O, and then pick a consonant to go with that vowel. Uh, so to find the Gundam stuff, it would sometimes be you have to pick the I and the K I, and it would be there. I've just confused the ever loving crap yeah. out of you. Yes. Yes, you, you know, have. Every, every now and then I have desire some Japanese and John will say something and I don't want to anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's very good at that. <laughs> oh, did anybody watch any of these videos of Final Fantasy XIV's new version? I sort of I half watched them as I had to post the thing, but yeah. it looks pretty. It, yeah. know, that's about all I can say from that. Very, very pretty. And hopefully it'll be fun to play. But that's hard to tell until you can actually play it. Any word on when we get to get into the alpha? Or beta? I think alpha has already started. I've seen a couple of people mention it. Yeah, but I don't know how you yeah. get into it. They've been sending out invites, I think, but hmm. that wasn't something I'd know. Yeah, I, I don't think new, anyone new, from the site did know about that. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. All right. Uh, Mass Effect 1 is going to be on the PSN. Uh, I guess it is on the PSN now. Anybody care? No. No. Already got it on PC. Right. We got it on 360. <laughs> Sounds good. I played it on PC and I have Crap, it on 360. Go, what? I wanted it on PS3 as well. I, I can't imagine a reason, a reason rather. Um, and then we got Fire Emblem's uh, release date February 4th, 2013 in the US and April 2013 in Europe. We were supposed to get that first originally. Well, not anymore. Boo. Boo. <laughs> Yay! North America did something useful. Uh, fire! I like the I like what they're doing. So it's it's all full 3D in the battles, but on the on the maps, it's still like uh, old GBA style Fire Emblem sprites. Those 3D character models looks a bit weird to me. <laughs> they did. They look weird to me too. It it's kind of like it, it looks a bit like Final Fantasy 4DS or something, right? Yeah, it's because they've got, they've got no feet. Yeah, which is fun, which is funny considering Super Hot Wars moves to the PS3. Yeah, keeps its 2D sprites. Because they're smart. Yeah. Well, they had the 3D sprites for the GameCube one and probably the Wii one as well, didn't they? Uh, uh, for yes, Fire Emblem? Yeah, it's all... Yeah. So yeah, that was had, all 3D. They, there had, was no they originally had normal 3D sprites, and now they've got the slightly modified ones. Well, no, the, the Game Boy versions of Fire Emblem always had 2D. Yeah. So, I mean, that's they're kind of keeping that forward in the portable version of the series, it looks like. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. Because the, you know, the GameCube and Wii are kind of their own... They're, they're direct sequels and all that, so they're their own thing. Yeah, that works. They are awesome, though. Just like Planescape Torment, which apparently is getting a spiritual successor. How does this work? So um, Black Isle person Colin McComb is going to be taking helm of the project to make a new Planescape Torment-style game with, uh, what? with the blessing of Chris Avalon, which is the guy who did uh, the lead design on it. Um, and it will be made by In Exile, which is the people doing Wasteland 2. So, there you go. More Planescape Torment tile stuff. This is a good thing, right? Any of you play that? No Western RPG love here? No, no. not really. No, not really. Right. You, know, you, know better you know my answer to that. No, what's your answer, Anna? When was the last time I've played a Western RPG? Sometime short of never. Okay. Yeah. All right. Sometime in a previous life, clearly. Square Enix registered a domain name. Oh, for the love of God. They did. It's called All the Bravest. It's a trademark and a domain name, and that's all we know. 
what does all the bravest stand for you think is that like a sequel to uh, bravely default well, I think could it be the north american name oh that's a suggestion but i think my feeling is it's something to do with either ios or browser based hmm that's we have no info no info. Yeah. We also don't have info about what's going on with liftoff.square-enix.co.jp other than a countdown with about two days left on it. Starlish and 4 Interplanetary Edition for Wii U. Interplanetary. Oh, yes. Why interplanetary? Because well, he already used international for the PS3 one. Oh, okay. <laughs> so <laughs> what's next in international is interplanetary. And they got two yep. worlds showing on the... Uh, hmm. Yeah, thankfully, I think that prediction is wrong. Yeah. So no one has to suffer through those characters again. <laughs> it says on the site, Star Border War Galaxy Divide Ambition. So it could be a new Star Ocean game. Right? Possibly. Do they own that property? Or that's Tri-Crescendo, right? Or Tri-Ace? Tri-Ace tri- the ones who make it, but I think they're all published by Square Enix. Okay. I believe. Hmm. We'll have to see. Two days. Uh, if you are a PS3 owner who owns Skyrim, first of all, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so, so sorry. <laughs> Second is... Uh, yeah, that was a mistake. Just so you know, uh, they're going to first, instead of giving you the other DLCs on the PS3, the first thing they're going to focus on is Dragonborn, which is the one that lets you ride dragons and stuff. So once it's ready to go for everyone, we'll continue our work on Hearthfire and Dawnguard for PS3. Each one takes a lot of time and attention to work well in all circumstances and all combinations of DLC, says um, some dude on the Bethesda blog. So, yeah. He's just this guy, you know? Yeah, I don't know. Who wrote this? Does it say who wrote it? Choose your language. No, John, I, got it. I have to enter my date to read the blog. <laughs> uh, enter my birth. Come on. Who oh, it doesn't, and it doesn't link me to it. Well, screw you, Bethesda blog. You suck. So, Baldur's Gate is on the iPad it, for 10 bucks. So, there you go. It is uh, only for iOS 6, and it supports iPad 1. Oh, it supports iPad 2 and later, because that's all iOS 6 supports. They sound like they're going to add iOS 5.1 and iPad 1 support later, but not yet. So, 10 bucks yeah, you can I get think- it now. I have not tried it yet, so I don't have any news for you on that. Hopefully next week. Yeah, I think they're doing the Android port now at the moment, aren't they? Or well, Android version is next, yeah, I think. Yeah, they are, they're definitely working on that. So, um, Has the Mac version come out? Let's see. This I can check for you live on the air. Oh, the App Store takes forever to load, though, is the problem. All right. Balder. Do we have to talk? Dada? No, no, no. Um, Balder. Did you mean Badder? No, I meant Balder's <laughs> Gate. No, your search had no results. Okay, it is not on the Mac App Store yet. <laughs> so, on your iPad, on your PC, and who all knows what else? Let's see. And maybe by the time this goes up, it'll already be out on the Mac App Store, because, you know, that's how that works. Uh, what is what is their site? Beamdog.com? What a terrible name. Beamdog. Uh, Baldur's Gate Enhanced Edition, the great RPG for low cost of whatever. Buy now for 20 bucks. Blah, 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 blah. Where's the other versions? I don't want to buy it on Beamdog. I don't want some weird, another client. Like, I'd rather have it on Origin than Beamdog's client. 
Baldersgate. Enhanced. Come on, where's your website? Oh, Baldersgate.com. Well, that was a hard one to figure out. Uh, yeah, no app, Android, no Mac yet. Just confirmed from their website because you care. All right. Coming soon. Yeah. Dark Souls 2 is coming. That was uh, debuted at the Spike Video Game Awards, which nobody watched, right? Please tell me no one watched that. I think Mac said he turned it on just to see the announcement of Dark Souls 2. It's not It's not a good enough reason. You check the trailers afterwards. You do not watch that. Ah, whatever. So Dark Souls 2 is, uh, let's see, it had no gameplay in the trailer. But we just know no, all we know is that, exi- it, that it exists okay. think, at this point. Um, anyone care? Um, I Many people. Couldn't, couldn't, yeah, other people <laughs> will care. I don't. Uh, my, really. my problem with Dark Souls is I already have two Dark Souls style games. I kind of don't need a third one because I can't get myself to finish the other two. So it doesn't matter to me, but I'm sure this really matters to people really get into those and don't play other games. They just want the hard ones. So um, I'm happy for them. They get another one. Hmm. Uh, what else is going on in the industry? I'm kind of out of news stories, guys. It's a short week. Um, I feel like I had one. Hang on. Oh, yeah. They released a new um, pet for the Blizzard store this week. Oh, that's right. And it's raising money for Hurricane Sandy efforts. Yes. And any so sales up to December 31st. Yeah, so it's called the Cinder Kitten. And I named mine Cindy. Cindy the Cinder Kitten. I named kitten. mine Blaze. Oh, <laughs> Blaze. Blaze. <laughs> so we're all very creative here, uh-huh. obviously. Yeah. I'm feeling so, I was feeling so creative. <laughs> I just so, wanted a name that was different from the default, damn it. I wasn't looking for, like, you know, amazing artistic creativity. Um, let's see. G4 is going to be renamed as the Esquire channel. Oh, wow. That doesn't sound douchebaggy. So it's gone from being a video game network or a computer network, I guess, originally when it was ZDTV to now a women's magazine. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that what Esquire is? <laughs> Atlas is reprinting Entry and Odyssey games. So check this out. Uh, let's see. They'll be You can pre-order them if you're in Canada. Video Games Plus. Let's see. So the, I guess you'll be able to get those again, which is good because they sell for a lot of money, don't they? Oh, we got some word from the Dark Souls 2 directors. They say, I am personally the sort of person who likes to be more direct than subtle. Uh, Dark Souls 2 will be more straightforward and understandable. What does that mean? Won't be as hard. What is a straightforward that's what, that's Dark Souls? Pe- no, that's how people will interpret it. Okay. How do you how do you interpret it as still being Dark Souls hard but straightforward? Like, what are they taking out? I don't know no much about the series, but I guess it might be story wise or something like that. But mm. right. also at the ga- video game awards, we had the South Park: The Stick of Truth trailer. And Ooh, did we? Yes. We did. I missed that. Yeah. Uh, let's see. The After the Stick of Truth, this is from the Polygon story, the reason why humans and elves are locked in a never-ending war is stolen by elves. Grand Wizard Cartman, Warrior Stan, Paladin Butters, Princess Kenny, and High Jew Elf Kyle uh, must journey to get it back. South Park, the Stick of Truth <laughs> is a world-playing game being developed by Obsidian... Yeah, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, we know that. That was, that was an amazing sigh, Chris. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, Blizzard um, registered a new domain this week. What's that? 
projectblackstone.com. Oh, that's right. I heard about that. And there's a new um, there's a new player character in MapleStory. Hmm. First one in like two years or something like that. It's actually kind of cool because it's a character that wields both light and dark magic. It's the only character that can do that. In which game? I told Maple you. Story. Ma- Maple Story. Yes. Oh, that's right. I don't care. Okay. <laughs> hmm. see, we don't I care. noticed uh, Namco announced that the Tales series has hit 15 million games shipped. Oh, yeah. That's because I completely and totally forgot to import a copy of Tales of Zillia 2. Whoops. Yep. Let that one pass me by. Oh, and um, you might actually have a new reason to download Star Trek Online, Chris. Oh, what's that? They announced their holiday event. Oh? Yeah, it's the Q. Oh, it's the Q? Again? Yeah. What do you mean? Q is back. Yeah? Basically, Q shows up at a space dock and grants, uh, I think it's a, like a double EXP buff on you or something. Great. Or, well, or something. That's what it was last year. Let me ask you a question, Anna. What? Can I land on Risa? Uh, no. Yes. Yes, yes. you can. You can oh, land on Risa now. Can yes. I get a Horgon? No. No. So I don't care, do I? No. Yeah. Those are the two requirements for me to play Star Trek Online. They've only okay. got half of the way done. And I think the only other thing that I saw that was kind of funny, and um, this might spark some interesting <laughs> discussion. So um, the the guy who used to be the CCP Games president um, has made a new studio called Fix, Fitness Interactive Experience. And he's creating a new MMO called Utilifit. What? It is a fitness MMO. Okay. How's it work? Uh, um. How's that work, Anna? Uh, okay, so this is ha- this is the quote. Utilifit enables players to cooperate and compete with each other on a large scale and to interact meaningfully with people around the world while building healthier, more active lives. Oh, goodness. An early playable beta version of the game will be available in late December, just in time for those New Year's resolutions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So here's one for so you. I just play sport. <laughs> so there's an independent project apparently out there to to make a 3D version of Pokemon. Uh it's called Pokemon 3D and they are going they put out the first playable build <laughs> and some dude in Germany making this thing. And let's see. It's uh it's in 3D, so like first person. That's kind of crazy. So you can explore the game world simultaneously and I wonder how long it'll take for this to get shut down. That was going to be my question. Yeah. <laughs> um, especially since he's still calling it Pokemon. So, I mean, that's, there's no way that's going to be able to stay up. But that's kind of cool. And it looks like you walk around the world and interact with it in 3D. Nice little remake. Okay. You guys don't care about that, though. Um, how about Bioware giving away Dragon Age promotional items? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No? If nope. you, <laughs> you, <laughs> you have to go on the Bioware social network. Who's still using that thing? You remember I have to sign up and registering DLC on that thing? Oh my god! I think the only awful. thing I think the last time I used that was a little while ago when a friend of mine came back from Forbidden Planet with the model of the uh, SR2 Normandy. Did we talk about 
Oh, oh you know sorry. what this stuff is? It's all that. Wow, it's a lot of the pre-order items that you got depending where you ordered Dragon Age Origins or Dragon Age Two from. Oh, how amazingly useful! Well, I mean, if, if you're wondering how you're going to get that stuff, um, now you know. No, not really wondering that much, huh? Um, did we talk about Airborne Brigade yet? Because I think we might have missed a week of podcasting and not discussed it. I don't think we talked about Airborne Brigade. What's that? It is Final Fantasy Airborne Brigade. It is a f- mobile social title. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think it's out quite yet. I have mostly seen contests for like um, summon zones and stuff like that. So I think we might have to check on that for next week. Okay. So apparently everybody has an airship and you get together with other people in their airships and make airborne brigades and then take on... It sounds like tank, tank, tank. <laughs> is it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's cool. So we will have to see what this is like. Mm-hmm. Cool. We will. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Oh, there was a Times Top 10 Games of 2012 list. You guys hear about this piece of crap? Oh, I saw that. I quite like that list. You did? Yeah. But the stuff that was on it doesn't make sense. Like, things that were missing. Like, where's Diablo 3? Where's, where's a lot of other things? Yeah, I think it was more or less tailored exclusively to me and a few other people. Okay. <laughs> so, so here we are. Number 10, <laughs> Torchlight 2. Number four, ha- or number nine, Halo Four. Number eight, Little Big Planet. That's one of the top games of 2012, right? No. Okay. Number seven, the, la- the Last Story. That one surprised me a bit. I really liked it, but I didn't think it would come. That Not high. in the top ten. Number six, Papa and Gio, or Papa Eo for our, um, Spanish-speaking listeners. Number five, Assassin's Creed Three. Number four, Dishonored. Number three, XCOM, Enemy Unknown. Yeah, I think that probably deserves to be there. Number two deserves to be somewhere in the top ten, Xenoblade Chronicles. Yeah, I think that might be the only reason I thought it was Norse. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and number one, Guild Wars 2. Yeah, that's so quite like that one. Yeah, n- not World of Warcraft, not any other MMO, not many of other... No, Guild Wars 2. It's a good game, but top ten of the year, I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. Be interested to compare There's this to so much argument over these lists this year, especially. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The last, uh, the last story, Little Big Planet, Dishonored. Um, are those all in the top ten? I don't know about that. Hmm. It's just always this. You sort of have to take as a personal preference list and want anything else. I suppose so. <laughs> just kind of weird. Kind of weird. All right. What else we got? That might be it for news this week. Yeah, we're in that. We're in that period. little kind of bleh, before Christmas. Yeah. Mm. All we've got to talk about is other people's games of the year lists. There's like a new um, Eve expansion that just came out. Retribution. Oh, yes. That one. That one? <laughs> Do you know I anything would, good I about would, that? I would, I, would have actually, I would have taken part in if my Eve account was active, but for some reason I forgot to cancel my Final Fantasy XI subscription. Oh... Uh... Well, why don't you do that? Well, I guess you've got Crimson Shell coming out soon, at least. What's that? That's the Level 5 Guild 01 Oh, thing. that's the downloadable for 3DS one? 
Yeah. Okay. So everyone except uh, John can enjoy that. I already know what my game of the era is. Oh, what's that? What do you think it is? Uh, Super Robot Wars okay. 2. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah, uh, game of the air, RPG air of the air. I ha I drive such a huge bias steamroller for this series. It's untrue, but that's basically how it goes. Hmm. Okay. And basically, this game came out this year. It's basically automatically game of the. Year. <laughs> that's just how that works, huh? Yeah, that's how it works. Uh, there was a Dragon Quest Ten trailer. Anyone care about that? No. Showing off the HD gameplay on the Wii U. No. If I cared anything about the Wii U, I might have looked into it, but Let's I don't. See. See if I can find some of this gameplay so I can see it. I'm not even seeing anything. Okay, there we go. People. It's an MMO, so trailers suck for MMOs in general. Um, unless you're like Blizzard and you just have a cinematics department make a trailer that has nothing to do with the gameplay. But well, I was going to say all Square Enix who do pretty oh, much yeah. the same. Yeah, good point. <laughs> Uh, oh, here's something for that EVE on Live expansion. I found out back in August, like their last expansion, they uh, or some patch after the last expansion, they made it so mining ships like retrievers have like as much ore space as a jet can. Oh, so, so people might actually stop jet can mining. Yes, and well, you can still you still might have a reason to jet can mine if you want to use one of the. They made a lot of the mining ships more tankable. Um, but, uh, yeah, the retriever is now really good for low-sec mining, and I might actually go back and play some EVE and do some mining. I just wonder if Hulk could get an all-run next year. Oh, I'm sh I'm sure it will, but the the Hulks will have more defense and stuff, so... Oh, no, we'll just, we'll just have to suicide harder. Exactly. <laughs> um, let's see, Mass Effect 3's DLC has high potential for tiers for the next DLC for Mass Effect 3. I downloaded and reinstalled Mass Effect 3. I was going to play through the DLC and talk about it on this show. I wasn't able to pull it off, but um, uh, does anyone else care enough about to do that? No. Not at the moment. No. No, I'm still in a state where I've finished with the game and haven't yet given myself reason to go back to it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, let's see. Some free-to-play online RPGs have betas coming. Hawken is going to have an open beta that starts in three days on December 12th. That's a big mech online game. Um, let's see. I think that's an RPG, right? Uh, I, might no, just I be an MMO it, action game, then? I think it sits, it sits in the same uh, the same bracket as MechWarrior Online. Oh, it's more okay, of an so, MMO action game. All right. And Ooh, I just got all those items applied to my Bioware account. That was actually really easy. I have When I get back to Dragon's Age, I'm going to have lots of free crap to play with. All right. Uh, let's see. Path of Exile is going to get into beta on January 23rd. That's a Diablo-style game. Um, and that, I guess, won't be free to play, but, uh, or is it? I can't even remember anymore. It's free to play. It is free to play? Okay. Yep. So there'll be open beta on January 23rd. Right now it's been closed beta. You can buy your way into it. You can pre-order the game and stuff now, and they kind of have like a pseudo Kickstarter thing on their website. You get lots of different rewards depending on how much you pay. Um, but yeah, they'll go open beta January 23rd, and so you can check that out. Um, Dragon Age 3 is going to be influenced by Skyrim and older role-playing games. With a focus on exploration, that sounds good. Yeah, I'm actually quite interested to see what they do with this one. Let's see how they uh, let's see how they describe. Well, let's see this how one. they learn from the lessons of them. But yeah, uh, that's the general manager of Bioware, Aaron Flynn, saying that. Um, yeah, so they referenced Neverwinter Night, Baldur's Gate, and 
you can't look at a game like Skyrim and not think about how impressive what they've accomplished is or think that's an interesting new direction or that there was something that didn't work well for them that we could take in a new direction. So we're always influenced by these games, especially in a relatively tight-knit genre like RPGs. So there we go. Um, of course, it probably won't be till 2014 that we actually see Dragon Age 3. So <laughs> see if the wild yep. is on that. Uh, yeah, that's a pretty meaningless statement, but... <laughs> Uh, the Old Republic, Star Wars, they're going to improve the free-to-play restrictions somehow. Uh, let's see. Improve for who? Uh, the the free-to-play <laughs> players. <laughs> yes, <laughs> not for... <laughs> nice. So the quick Actually, bars just, are going to be increased. Read. Yeah, let's see what else. Uh, and you'll have more character slots. And they don't have the patch dated yet, but it'll have all that stuff. So, Of course, I still can't get into my Star Wars The Old Republic account. Um, because I have to go wait on li- on hold for like an hour bef- in order to get my uh, authenticator taken off. Um, I have not taken the time to do that because that's a pain in the butt. Uh, let's see. The Wii U new firmware came out. Anyone care about that? <laughs> Nobody knows what it did. Well, the, the lack of Wii U kind of. Yeah. It's like <laughs> that's the biggest news of the Wii U. Is, There's new firmware, people. Um, No. Let's see. I don't have one, so not really. There was a patch for Dragon's Dogma that got its new difficulty mode and rewards. We talked about it last week. Right. Uh, oh, the Hyperdimension Neptunia people announced a new game. So they're going to have a new uh, retro, RP- retro RPG and it'll have like a dungeon crawler. So mystery dungeon-esque crawler with randomly generated dungeons and it'll be for the Vita. Being made by Compile Heart and uh, due out in Japan next March. It's got an old school looking box art too. Hmm. <laughs> or is that just a rough, an old game that they're just using as the screenshot for this? Yeah, that's probably it. Mega Drive Mado Monogatari 1. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Yeah, so this is a new M- Mado Monogatari. If anybody knows what that is, because I sure as heck don't. Nope. <laughs> um, let's see. What else we got this week? We don't cover League of Legends, right? Persistent toxic behavior. Interesting. They banned somebody. Um, oh, that story. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you already know about it. I read it on Eurogamer. Uh, let's see. Anyways, I, I, I need to head off, guys. So. You need to head off? Yep. Well, we should wrap up the show anyway. I think we're done. We're yeah, done. So. We're done. What else is done on Done like here? dinner. Done like dinner. Everyone go play Planet Side 2 or whatever. Um, oh wait, you can't because the beta is going to be over by the time this goes up. Play District One Eight Seven instead. Sleep. Yeah, play District One Eight Seven instead. You're right. Let's just do like Giant Bomb did. <laughs> all right. Thanks for joining us this week. Um, next week, uh, you can catch all our people. Um, we'll be here again live at Saturday morning. It'll be normal time, nine a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern. Um, on behalf of RP Gamer, thank you for watching. If you'd like to send us feedback, is it podcast at rpgamer.com? You can also send us uh, Twitters at rpgamer, is our Twitter handle. You can send us a voicemail at 608 729 4098. And of course, you can catch me on Twitter at Sobin1001. Anna Marie Newfeld at AM Newfeld, N E U F E L D. Um, Alex, what is yours again? Severin Mira? Yep, that's it. S E V E R I N M I R A. And yep. Quinn is on Twitter. Um, what is his what is his Twitter? John no, it's not Mecca Quinn, right? Yes. See? I, See I, you I, actually remembered. Mecca Quinn. M E C H Q U I. No no M E C H A 
M E C H A. See, I almost got it. I was so close, guys. I was so close. Uh, all right. Thanks for joining us this week. Sorry it's not a long show, but we'll have more for you next week because, uh, well, hopefully that show will be longer. I don't know. We need some news to happen. Someone break into a company and leak something. That's what, that's your assignment for the week, all right? We just make stuff up. That works or too. make stuff up and get the rumors, get the press to believe the rumors. That's really easy to do. You just need to make up some fake pieces of paper that look somewhat official and send it to all the blog sites. One of them will run it. It's really easy. GPD proved it. It's fine. As, uh, as Fotaku on uh, Twitter said, um, the phrase anonymous sources have stated turns any opinion piece into, well, an article. Yes. <laughs> anonymous sources. Signing out, and we'll see you next week. Bye, everybody. Bye now. Bye-bye.